Happy Tuesday. Hello, everybody. It is the 16th of July, 2019, and we're here. We are here. It's a glorious morning day in Bixby, Oklahoma. Don't you love glorious mornings? Yes, especially glorious morning days. Right. Those are the best things in the world. They are. And uh, it's this. we call this crunch month for a reason. Yeah. And it's definitely crunch month. Yes. Wow. How good does that get? Yeah. <laughs> we finish a fitting room, and we have immersion going on, and we have... Um, August Russian, two weeks. Wow. (laughs) I didn't need to hear that. (laughs) About two weeks from Thursday. I mean, you know, today's Tuesday, so two weeks from Thursday. Yeah. That's why this morning I'm like, I have no content, and I'm content. But I know something will come. You're content without content? (laughs) I am, because I have a ton of content for... The goodness. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's amazing. And we did have such just the loveliest of weeks with the fitting room. Um, we had five couples from various places. Yes. Some here, some afar. Some and, there. Uh, some here, some there. And uh, just, I think we came from that week just so um, blown away by their intentionality. That, mm. that everything... Um, that they were experiencing not just what we were sharing in the week and the activities, which I know, you know, were meaningful, but through the relationships they were building with each other, each other's stories, they were they were really impacted in such a way that they they all they just had this intentionality about truly applying what they were receiving that just was I don't know, it was very powerful to be and you know it was like a mignon we had 10 because there were five couples but you just felt this like this is gonna happen their lives are gonna be different and that was pretty cool that was pretty cool you know those things are always a choice Mm -hmm. and um we we when we hear Papa say that it's it's time for a fitting room we trust him to bring the people and um, to highlight the ones that uh, that he's called for that fitting room, and then then they get to choose. Yeah. And um, and they choose whether to come or not. And then when here it's like all choice again. It there's so many invitations that Papa gives us, and um, and the best part is is there's always a sixth fitting room couple. Yeah, I mean sometimes there are six couples. Usually yeah. there are. But. In this but, case, there's always an additional one. Which is us. Which is us. Yeah. Yes. So this was our 12th fitting room. <laughs> we should have it together by now. I mean, you would think so. But, <laughs> I mean, just the idea that we're here to, um, you know, be like with Papa through the journey of these couples. And we also get to go through it ourselves because Do, yeah. so many of the things that Papa asks is, what is what are you feeling? What do you see to be true today? Yes, and now so you can ask that question six months from now mm-hmm. or three months from now in a totally different fitting room, and and still have something to gain. Yeah, for sure. We we do the assignments and activities, the homework. We really are doing it right along with the couples, and because each fitting room is unique, 
it's different. It can be different each time as well. And so we, we do that and, um, we're so enriched by it and challenged and, (laughs) and just growing. And it's just cool that we have these built in places to grow that are just there and we get to choose them too. So it's so cool. Yeah, we, we love the fitting room. And, you know, the, the thing that's so cool is is Papa had us do this fitting room in the middle of immersion. So yes. you have a summer immersion going on, and we're, we're headfirst with this group of amazing people that have committed seven weeks yes. of their lives to being immersed in the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, we vanish and... And we're in a fitting room, yeah. you know, and then we come out and, and everybody's still there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, we had gotten to two gather last week and my immersion day is Wednesday. So I hadn't even not been with them yet, but I'm seeing them all. And so, so happy to be where I am in the fitting room. But I'm like, I haven't even missed my day and I miss you guys. And that, that's just the heart of these immersion knots. You, you just miss them when you're not with them. In fact, yesterday, immersion changed locations, but I was up in meetings and things, so I didn't even, so immersion was where I was at the corner (laughs) and you were teaching, but I didn't even get to go down at lunch because I was uh, in a meeting and had some conference call and stuff like that. And so I was like, they're right down there. And they were doing the wait when I came in, so I couldn't go hug everybody. I wasn't going to interrupt their waits. So I'm very excited for tomorrow. It's my day. Tomorrow is your day. Yes. <laughs> and, and it is. It's just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, so this week in Immersion, we are doing a grief week, mm-hmm. which stems from the grief dunk, Yeah. which stems from Chapter 4 of Terraforming Song, Grief, where... Um, we've had this journey that grief has just always been something that Papa's spoken on and, um, and its origins go back probably to our first few years. You mm-hmm. know, we've always had something going on with grief and the redemption that Papa has. And I think that, that it's just been such a lesson and revelation for me this week, you know, going through a fitting room, even even that, you can see where not all of the couples that come in a fitting room have a, like a, a desperate situation, you know. Right. Or they, in fact, most don't. But, um, but everybody has things that they're walking through mm-hmm. that they may not know but get revealed. But it's all about test-to-testimony. Mm-hmm. It's, there's just such a, a journey and such a redemption in it. And, um, and we see some of these really hard times and the struggles and, um, and, and we can sometimes focus on that and not realize that, that Papa is giving us a storehouse of redemption. And that is definitely the story that he is speaking on grief. And we, we definitely have, um, it just, it is so true about life that everyone has a moment of grief or a season of grief. And um, to know that that Papa has sewn into its fabric a redemption, that there's a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we actually get to discover that. And, and instead of, uh, like we've been saying, our, our, our 2019 phrase, don't 
uh, live life, don't let life live you. Yeah. And um, but it's the same thing. Ain't with, that easy? No. But it's the same <laughs> thing with every challenge that comes our way, and grief is one of those. You know, when grief yeah. comes, grief can either live you, or or you can you can uh, live through it. And so, we talked yesterday in immersion about uh, grief and how it can feel like this tsunami, and you either let it live you where mm-hmm. that tsunami wipes you out or you live it where you bring a surfboard and you surf that tsunami. Mm-hmm. And um, so the the thing that's cool that I just want to share is Papa baked into all three of those words in Hebrew, grief, sorrow, and weeping. Mm-hmm. Three core words related to grief, grief, sorrow, and weeping. And in Hebrew, <clears throat> he placed a covenant in each one of them that, that combined so, in, so grief in Hebrew is kaas, and sorrow in Hebrew is makab, or makab, and weeping is bakah. But they all have a kaf in them, which is transition. And what Papa said is, is that in grief, you're transitioning uh, into a new perspective, which is a maturity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the result is, is that our covenant is strengthened. So we become stronger people through grief. And we become more fruitful. So you can almost see grief as as a pruning, but it's you know where you're going to grow and be so much more fruitful. But really, it is an opportunity. You know, you're not going to have um, the heights and the adventures and all of those things uh, in sur- surfing if you don't have a great wave. <laughs> right. You yeah. need a big wave to do it. And so um, it's just interesting that. That to Papa, grief is is simply a part of the journey that strengthens us, and it 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 leads us to maturity. It leads us to greater fruitfulness, and um, so I guess after the fitting room and through this grief week, one of the big things that's made its mark on me is to embrace challenges, to embrace these things knowing that there's a covenant, knowing there's a purpose in all of them. And sometimes with a grief, especially if it's a loss of a person, people can really ask, how could there possibly be any good that comes from this? This is a net loss. But with Papa's covenant, that is not the case. It's actually meant to be a gain. And that it is a part of life is that... um, when, when Adam and Eve chose the fruit of the tree of knowledge, we had decay and death. And so there's going to be loss. There's going to be grief. But Papa doesn't abandon us in that. Yeah. He builds into it the redemption of strengthening us, making us uh, more fruitful mm-hmm. and maturity. So, Yay. Yay. That's always good. So um, I ha- do have something that ties with yours, but... Um, I'm going to share it for the first time tomorrow, so maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> with the immersion, so maybe I will uh, talk about it next week. But um, but on the grief, um, just the grief is such a mysterious thing. I think it's one of the ways that that God does reveal His mystery to us, and I, I think of the the Israelites at the the base of that mountain or depending on on how you look at it in in Hebrew what it actually says is because um it tells us Moses was in the cloud for six days so 
we kind of pictured the cloud came down and he was, you know, on the mountaintop in it, which is true. But, uh, but in the Talmud and in oral tradition, what it says is God raised the mountain up mm. because he so wanted to cause the Israelites to look to where he was, even though they wouldn't come up. And so he really raised the mountain up like a hoopah over them. And they had this choice about um, where they looked. And he says to them, you know, enough of your circling this mountain. And I just love the picture that like, as he's saying that, like he might've just raised it from the ground, you know, so enough of circling this mountain. And then he says, turn yourself north. And I think what he was saying was, um, you know, part of why they wouldn't go up was grief. Like they wouldn't go up because um, they were so grieved by the things that they had experienced, which were really their choices. And he um, he knew that, and he he just wanted to complete their grief with the joy of connectedness. Like that was the invitation, this joy of being in his presence and how that completes us in so many ways. And, and they just struggled, you know, to, to choose that. And so, um, North, um, the Hebrew word is S E P A N A H. So Sapana most likely. And, but it also, besides north, it means hidden treasure. So he was saying, look, even though you stayed there and now you're even grieving that, you know, you're grieving what kept you from coming up and now you're grieving that you wouldn't come up. Um, but turn to the mystery of me. I have so much for you that will complete your grief. And, um, I love that because, you know, he talks about circling and and one of the, the Hebrew concepts of that is like just tightening a braid or a rope, but to the point that you can't use it and thinking of um, trust and hope form a rope, you know, it's that scarlet cord. They couldn't use it for that. They couldn't use it to ascend because it was binding them where they were as they just circled and circled and, and his heart is just, I want to complete you with my presence and you'll know the joy that completes this grief. And I just, I love the mystery of, of his majesty because, um, he does complete grief. Grief is something he completes in us, for us, but best of all with us, like you said. And, um, we were talking last night um, as you were sharing the day, and and I, I did share this this thing I had, but I want to save it like a treasure for the immersion arts tomorrow. Um, but I just shared like a realization I'd had about grief. Um, you know, we we grieve the loss of a person, we grieve the change of a season. There's all kinds of things where we're invited into His presence in such a way that he can uh, complete with joy. And so one of them I was recognizing for myself, which I hadn't really recognized in this way, was um, when we went through our journey with our little trees, um, you know, all that the Lord would say was be still and know. Like just over, I mean, 
we have a whole journal just on on the trees and their covenants and all of that. But as far as what was happening um, on their journey, really, to be birthed to heaven, like, I'm such a warrior person, like, I can dismantle this, I can fix this, you know, I can restore this, I can bring this back into line, and he wouldn't let me do any of it. And he just would say, be still and know. And um, there was no frustration on my part about that at all. But I did, um, in the journey, have a time where I grieved that I didn't get to be the warrior, you know, that I didn't get to do that thing I know how to do so well and could do, but he just would pause me. And I had to pause, you know, I had to pause because he was so present and how could I not, how could we not? And so in that be still um, and know, he actually brought out this whole aspect of his character in me and who I truly am that I would have never known without that. But I had to grieve not being able to do what I could do so instantly and, you know, um, well. I mean, I can warrior well, you know, (laughs) but to really then find the joy of what he was revealing in who he wanted to be to me right then and who I was going to become if I let him be that. And that was the joy that completed that grief. So I, I, it's not that I never get to be the warrior anymore, but I learned, um, you know, just a different way to be with him and be um, in a situation that was difficult. And, and I can sit now and hear like the Defender song, you know, where it says, um, all I did was praise, all I did was worship, all I did was bow down, all I did was stay still. And that that was so true of that season. And that ended up being the joy that completed the grief of not being who I always had been and getting to mature and grow and become more than I knew I could be. And so sometimes, um, you know, he, he has those invitations. And like you said, the test of testimony. And uh, I think just a week or so ago, the Immersionauts had this, um, this chapter in Cessors embattled and, and they had a question. So I thought I'd, I'll answer it tomorrow, but I, it ties to what you're saying. That test of testimony, there are things he invites us to in order to complete us in this certain facet of who he is and who we are, or um, to prepare us for what he has for us. Um, you know, those things that we he has been holding for us, but we need to be prepared to receive. And if, if we see everything that happens to us as an attack, we miss the test. And also one of the biggest parts of it is everything is an attack of the enemy. The enemy is going to become our God. You know, he is going to become our God because everything's going to be about what he can do to us, what he can take from us, the harm he can cause. But when we turn north (laughs) 
and face the mystery of God's majesty, we can begin to see, yes, the enemy is going to be messing with us, but we're always going to face Papa in that. But it also allows us to not let the enemy be our God because sometimes we get to say yes to the test so that it can become a testimony because he'll reveal you know, this is this thing you were doing in your own strength, or this is this thing you were doing without me, and I'm bringing the test so you'll turn north, you know, so you'll come back into the direction of me. You're just going. You know, you've talked about this so many times when we just are a centimeter off, we still end up in the wrong place, you know, not the place he invited us to. And so those tests are places of, you know, he sets us apart and he he purifies our motives. He reveals our motives. He reveals those places where we could so have his will, but we'll do it our way. And, you know, all of those things. And he'll cause us to pause to purify, you know, to have all of those things purified, idols laid down, all of those things so that um, we can truly be completely connected to him. And, you know, he knows grief is purposeful, but he he doesn't want us to have to grieve our own choices. We do, and he's with us when we do, but he's always there to get us to, to turn to the mystery of him so that um, we can find him and be found. And, and our grief, there's still things to grieve, but it doesn't have to be those wrong ways we went and those those choices he wants to complete us in the process um with joy so we we never forget what it's like to be connected to him um so that separateness is not a grief that we need to walk through because there's plenty of other things that we encounter um losses and changes and those kind of things so yeah look i had content after all you did. <laughs> and you're so content. I am so content. Yeah, very content. Yes, I am. Yay. Yay. Well, awesome. Well, we are headed into our Happy Tuesday. Yes, we are. And uh, lots, lots going on around here. Yes, there are. So we're trying to be in the going ons and focused on where we're going for August Rush. Right. <laughs> Which I now know is two weeks away. Two Yikes. weeks from Thursday. Yay. Okay. So for Thursday. Okay. We can do it. Yeah, we can. God's got it. He always does it. It's a full-time thing. Yeah. So hopefully so many of you listening are coming. Yes. And uh, we can't, can't wait, wait to, to see, see you. you. As usual, I don't look at the list because I like to be surprised at who's here. So Yes. I don't know if y'all are coming or not. I don't know who's coming. But if you are, we'll see you then. Yes. <laughs> In two weeks. That's right. All right. Bye. We love you. Love you.